Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The three-run home run for Bellinger. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Our job is not to babysit somebody. The Rich Eisen Show. Just get him out. Doc deserves better. So does MB. Earlier on the show, co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Smith. Purdue wide receiver, David Bell. Senior NBA insider for The Athletic, Sham Sharania. Coming up, creator and star of HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're here in Los Angeles, California, getting set to uh, take you to brother from another uh, at the top of the hour right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We welcome in our audience on Sirius XM Channel 211. We also welcome in our audience on Odyssey, streaming us coast to coast, as well as those who are listening in on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. It is a pleasure to have this man right here in studio, and even more pleasure <laughs> at the same time to get his remarkable and fantastic and perfect show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, back on television. Season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm premieres this Sunday, October 24th at 10.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Everybody synchronize your watches on HBO. Good to see you once again, Larry David. How are you, Larry? 10.40? Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, did you not know that? Am I informing you of that decision? I, I thought it was 10.30. It is, I was told it is 10.40 p.m. Where, Eastern Time. Where do time. they get 10.40 from? I don't know. Is there like a show in front of yours that you're... <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, what's on? What's on at uh, ten o'clock? Or I don't know. I got to check my local listings on that. Yeah. Front. But no. well, right, whatever. Good to see you, Larry. How are you, sir? Great to see you, Rich. Great to be, have you back here in this studio. This is quite a uh, quite a man cave you have. Thank here. you, yeah. thank you. We've cultivated this caper for about seven plus years. So, now, did you add to it by yourself? Did you? Uh, well. Larry. Did, you, did you contribute ideas as to what you wanted? Well, um, actually, the person who contributes the ideas is my wife. A lot of the stuff that you see here, Larry, is get this out of the house. That looks good in your studio. You get the high register. You know, you know what that look good. Your studio, that really? Would, yeah, I get wow. that. Wow. Yeah, my wife does that quite yeah, a so bit. You got a you got a place for your junk. That's yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I got storage here yeah. every single day. So. She she a sports gal? No, oh, sure. Susie, you know, sits in here. As a matter of fact, she's got a sign that's right here when she sits in here. I've got the best dad ever sign. I got a best mom oh, sign ever okay. right over here. But so yeah, okay. everything's going good. Uh so look, great to see you here. Um just to start off our conversation, um, I would like to make you the commissioner of the NFL. Okay. Okay. And I want yeah. Larry Larry David, you are now 
the new commissioner of the National Football Really? Yes, congratulations. Are you kidding? There you go. Congratulations. This is a dream, okay? <laughs> I quit Curb Your Enthusiasm in a second if this is true. Okay. Okay. So, now let's, let's, uh, how does your, how do you wave a wand? What do you do first as the commissioner of the National Football League, Larry David? Number one, mm-hmm. and I really don't care if people like it or not, mm-hmm. I'm losing the goalposts. Why? Why are there goalposts? Okay. Why? Why are kickers? Mm-hmm. Okay, who have they don't have football skills. They, they're not football players. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're wonderful people, mm-hmm. but they're not football players. Why? Why? Ha, why are they kicking a ball through goalposts to decide games? <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense at all. It's a First of all, goalposts are a relic from the old English rugby, I think. Okay. You know, when they used to actually run and, and kick a ball through goalposts. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that in the NFL. There's no need for goalposts. <laughs> what, wouldn't the game be better without them? Think about it. Why not just have leaping frogs to decide games? <laughs> have a, see if a, see if a frog can leap through a, a, a little goalpost that you set up, okay, on the floor. <laughs> and if the, if the frog can leap through the goalpost... Then, then do that. What? Why kick it through a goalpost? Well, it's not called leaping frog ball. It's yeah. called f- football. Yes, so you're saying I, take the feet out of football? Is that what you're saying, Larry? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Why feet are deciding games and they shouldn't. Why should one player, mm-hmm. one player with this skill, like the guy on the Ravens, mm-hmm. Justin well, Tucker, yeah. Why should this one player who does nothing but kick a ball mm-hmm. be deciding games when you have. <laughs> Uh, how, how many people on a football team? Uh, 11 or, or 53, 53 men roster. When you have yeah. f- uh, 52 other players mm-hmm. who are actually playing mm-hmm. and this one person, this 53rd person mm-hmm. is deciding games, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Maybe. Yes. After I got rid of the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That's, so that's, we're checked off that one on the we're first list. Off, okay. That's number one. Goalposts out. Larry David, NFL commissioner. No more goalposts. I don't say, nobody can make an argument for, for field goals and even extra points. There's no argument for it. So you're going for it on fourth down every time. That's what it goes every time. Every, every time. time. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. If you're on, if you're on the other team's 30-yard line, yes. you know you've got four downs to get a first down. Right. You're not playing for a field goal. You're playing to score a touchdown. And let me tell you something. Yes, Larry. <laughs> when you score the touchdown, yeah. Okay. Yes. You will. You'll be the winner. You and you'll you'll be the deserving winner. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. won't say, "Oh, the kick missed it by this." No, you'll score a touchdown the old-fashioned way, the way you're supposed to. <laughs> That's how you get points. This field goal kicking, I can't stand it. And so, I'd stand it. So then you have to go for two, right? Is there, or is there no conversions at no, all? I, okay. Uh, okay, that's next. Coming okay. next. Okay. <laughs> yes, Larry. Daniel. No, there are conversions. Okay. From the one-yard line, mm-hmm. if you choose to do it, mm-hmm. it's one point. Mm-hmm. From the two-yard line, mm-hmm. it's two points. Yes. I might think about it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Might give you, I might give you three points from the uh, six or seven yard okay. line. Okay. All right. So if so yeah. if you're down if you're down like eight. Yeah. Okay. And you, you score you, a touchdown. Yes. You could you could either go from two to tie. Yes. Or six ish. Possibly. For the maybe win. six to ten. How I'm not far sure. back do we go for how many points, Larry? How, no, how, that's how, it. I stop it at three. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, so we do this for a couple of years. 
And if I'm still around, if I'm still commissioner, <laughs> and I know people are really going to like this rule, it's going to change the game for the better, yeah. and you cannot present any arguments that this is, this is wrong, mm-hmm. okay? Yes. It's going to change the game for the better. And then... I might get rid of the punter. <laughs> so you give the punter a grace period to find other work. Yeah, yeah. So you put them on notice. So you're putting punters on notice the punters minute you become punter. Punters will be on notice. I'm, it's something I'm going to think about. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm going to see how my uh, my other rule goes with the no field goal. Take down the goalposts for sure. They used to have them out in the actual end zone. There. I know. No, they used to have them in. Yeah. Uh, at the goal line. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. that used to happen right there. And players would crash into it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Come on. So no, no <laughs> on, goal posts, is, no yeah, kicking. This is a good rule. Two point conversion yeah. from the two. One point conversion from the one. Yeah. Three point conversion from the six ish seven. Six to You'll ten. You'll put that in the committee. Yeah, that's they'll, in they'll the come committee. Out, right? yeah. That's in the committee. Yeah. And then punters put on notice on the spot. That's yes, it. Yes, I, I might get rid of the punter. So. Uh huh. If you get the ball, then I would change it to getting the ball mm-hmm. after a touchdown. You'd be getting the ball maybe on the thirty-five. Okay, so we're not we're start we're starting at the thirty-five. Yeah, no more kickoffs. Then no either. more kickoffs. No yeah. more kickoffs. Yeah, no more. You don't kickoffs. like the returns, the kickoff returns. You don't like that. Well, there's even there's no more returns anymore. They all kick it over the uh, over the goal line. What if you would you give the field the kicker points? for actually getting it through the upright on the kickoff, Larry David. Would you do that? No. Okay. What do no, you think that's of... still giving this person with this one skill... Yes. Uh, ...an impact <laughs> in the game. They're out. They're just yeah, done. They're done. Okay. Yeah. Commissioner Larry David of the NFL yeah. has spoken. Yeah. What, what do you like? Do you like uh, overtime uh, I, rules? Do you like the overtime rules? The overtime rules are so ridiculous. Okay. So I win a coin toss. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I score a touchdown. Yes. And the other team, they're done. Yes. Right. No good. Mm. Why do they not have a chance? So now a coin toss <laughs> is deciding the winner of a game. Nothing makes sense in this world. I need I I, I need to be president, not just NFL commissioner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would actually sign for that. <laughs> no, the coin toss yes. is, is so idiotic. I mean, it's not idiotic. Give the other team a chance. Mm, I agree. Give the other team a chance to come back. I agree. Exactly. One team scores. It's not fair. It's just not fair. Let's do what's fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair that a, a kick goes through an upright by an inch and they win a game because of this skill. It's not fair. Larry David here on the Rich Eisen Show in studio. Again, Curb Your Enthusiasm returns to HBO Sunday night um, at says here, 10.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Synchronize your watches for episode number one, and we'll talk about that. Uh, I do want to ask you about your uh, play calling skills. I'm sorry, what do you got? Yeah, no, you're going to ask me about my play calling? Yeah, I'm play- your play calling skills. I want to ask you about your play calling skills. I just, I just, okay, well, first of all, yes. um, defensively, yes. I, see, I see things that really disturb me. And that is? Why is it... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't answer you said anything yet. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm the only person who's brought this up. Okay. You have a running back. Yes. Okay? Yes. The quarterback drops back to pass. Mm-hmm. The running back kind of fades off to the side. Mm-hmm. There's nobody open downfield because three linebackers have dropped back in a zone. But here's this other guy, this running back, mm-hmm. with this talent and this skill to catch a ball and run with it, 
Nobody's guarding him. Mm -hmm. He gets a little seven-yard pass, Mm -hmm. and boom, he's off. Right. And he gains, I don't know, four to ten yards every time they throw him a little pass, and nobody guards him because there's three linebackers back in a zone looking at the quarterback's eyes. Mm -hmm. By the time he throws it to the running back, they're 20 yards away from him. So how do you fix this? Here's how you fix it. Yes. One of those linebackers is assigned to the running back. Rush the running back. Take the running back. Like sack the running back? Is that what Not you're saying? Not sack him, but mm-hmm. guard him. Mm-hmm. If, if he's in the backfield, yes. go to the backfield to guard him. Yes. If he's off to the side, guard him. <laughs> So forget, your... forget what you're doing in your zone where you got where you're not guarding anybody. By the way, I know nothing about footballs. <laughs> <laughs> these are just these are just little observations. Why are these running backs constantly gaining yards from passing? Because they're afraid, I guess, of the receivers that were also in the route from going downfield. And you're trying well, to confuse well, you the have quarterback. Defensive backs guarding the receivers, and yet two are the linebackers to guard them as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so but the running backs are constantly open. So that's your it's, defense. <laughs> it's so disturbing to me. Every time I see it. What, I, I can't believe it. What's your offensive wrinkle? You came on uh, my podcast back in the day when it was an NFL network before I was in this studio. Yeah. Um, you came up with the double flick. The idea of a second flick of a flea flicker. You know, when I was the, in the playground, I, I I would make up a lot of good plays. Sure. So if I get, could you give me, would you be able to give a, an NFL team a good fifteen scripted to start a game, Larry? Could you really do that? Really? You think so? Not now. What do you mean? I would need, I would need to, I would need to study it. Okay. I would need to. Um, you know, go go down on the field. Mm-hmm. I would need to just talk to the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I would need to take a little course on it. Mm-hmm. And then there's no doubt in my mind <laughs> that I could do it. <laughs> no, I have no doubts that I could do it. I'm completely confident. After you... I just can't decide if I'd be a better offensive coordinator or defense coordinator. I think offensive. It's a little more creative. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. So yeah. you can, what, what would you be? Would you be a passing offense, a running offense? What would you be? What would you be, Larry? <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting really deep into, into the weeds, Larry. <laughs> into the weeds. What, I'm just trying to see, like, are you, are you more of the aerial attack guy? Or you want to grind it out? I mean, what, what, no, uh, what I, are I you, No, I think Larry? I'd be a, a lot of trickery. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a lot of trickery. Playground yeah. style. A lot of trickery. A lot of trickery. I would have, I, here's what I would be doing. Yes. I would be setting up the defense. Mm-hmm. Can I stand up here? Please, go ahead. Really? You, you might be a little off mic, but we can trick, figure it out. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah, go so, ahead. So, I'm starting to feel like I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. You, you got to set up the defense. For okay. example, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a play last week, mm-hmm. and I, I forgot what the game was. But at the end... Um, he, he went, he, he, he waited for the pass, okay? Yeah. And the pass, uh, and he got the pass, and he, he gained a couple of yards. I'd be setting up defensive backs all the time. Like, okay, I'm going like this, and now I'm coming back for the pass, okay? Mm-hmm. So I would do that a couple of times, and then the third time, I would go like this, I think I'd go, and then zoom down, <laughs> zoom down. 
<laughs> and so that place called the 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 Zoom the Zoom Down Play. That would be a Zoom Down. Yeah. <laughs> so like double, triple, quadruple moves. Yes, setting setting them up, setting them up. I'd yeah. be setting up everybody. That's that's how I would that's how I would plan my offense, setting them up. Mm-hmm. Acting a lot of acting has to go on. <laughs> the ends and the you know the receivers they have to act. Yes. And the, so they have to be good actors. A lot of decoys. You need a decoy. A lot of decoys. But pretending that this is a play, oh, and being disappointed, being disappointed that they, <laughs> they didn't get the ball, you know. I, I say, come back to the huddle and start, start going like that, and they'll think I'm giving you the ball next time. They'll be watching you. Right. Yeah. A lot of decoys, a lot of setups, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yes. And yes. then at some point, there has to be a play that actually works there'd be many plays to work they're being set up all over the place they're not even gonna know what's going on they're gonna be so confused come on sounds good right it does, yeah it sounds so, good you're hard sounds you're good hard. larry david. I'm avail- by the way i'm available there you go <laughs> larry david here on the rich eisen show i'm available robert sala there I'm available. Go. There you go. By the way, oh. there, there you go. We've we've come up with this this photograph for you right there with your headset on. The OC. You got the play sheet. <laughs> Which you got to hold up because you can't. You don't want to read your lips. You yeah, know, you yeah. Know, you no, hold oh, up. Oh, I, yes. You well, do I do this in life now. You know. <laughs> I talk to people like this. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back for our peacock uh, peacock audience, we're about to see a clip from Curb Your Enthusiasm season eleven premiering Sunday night. And then uh, once again, as we always do, when you were kind enough to come in here, we've got social situations for you to play judge and jury on. Larry. Okay, I, I need to set that clip up. You got it. Okay. My my pleasure will be I'll okay. give you the floor. Larry okay. David is here on the Rich Eisen show. We're back in just a couple of minutes on the radio side. We'll be back a little bit longer than that. But don't go anywhere. More with LD. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on Peacock. Say that again. My cell phone's lighting up from coaches. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was not the, but that's what the buzzing was. I had no yeah, that's idea. what all that buzzing. That's what the buzzing was. <laughs> okay, uh, let's set up the clip. We have a clip of the new season of Curb. Yes. What do you so, have? So, um, I come back from New York to L.A. Mm-hmm. and the um, the driver who picks me up is a very tiny woman. Mm-hmm. And she wants to carry my bags, and uh, I, I don't let her carry my bags, and I hurt my back because I had carried my own bags. Yes. And so I called the, um, the, the car company. The dispatch. Yes, I called the dispatch to complain uh, and not to send me a, a, a woman again. Yes. Okay, here we go. Here's the clip. Mr. David, we're in a pretty evolved society. I'm afraid that may come off a little sexist. Sexist? Oh, God, please. No, obviously you don't know me at all. I'm not even the least bit sexist. Although I, I do like to have sex with women. I don't know if that makes me a sexist. Is that, does wanting to have sex with women make you a sexist? I don't know, it's an interesting question. Are you saying you wanna have, you wanna have sex with our drivers? No, I don't wanna have sex with your drivers. Are you saying you wanna have sex with me? What? Who said anything about you? I don't wanna have sex with you. Why, why would I wanna have sex with you? Don't be ridiculous, I would never. Never? What, excuse me? Of course, maybe I would if, if we met and, 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 uh, and you were attractive. I, I, I would consider it, if, you know, but... If I was attractive? No, no, I don't care if you're attractive. I can, I can be attracted to people who aren't attractive. I've had sex with many women who aren't attractive because I was attracted to them. <laughs> that that is. Wow, okay, so now I'm unattractive? No, I didn't say you're not attractive. I don't even know you. How do I know if you're attractive or not? That's not what this is about. I don't want to have sex with you, but again, I, I could. I mean, you sound attractive, but you know, the telephone's very <laughs> deceiving. You never know. I was once on the phone with a woman from Ticketmaster for half an hour, and, and I met her, and it was, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. As good as ever. Oh, oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah, that, that scene really went to a place I never expected it to. And that's what, that's what happens when you uh, improvise. So that right there was yeah. essentially just you and just saying and the response. Yeah. And just, it was just yeah, totally back, improvised. Back totally improvised, yeah. And I just don't know how you keep it together. I with, don't. With a- <laughs> <laughs> Certainly with J.B. Smoove standing there with his bag of chips and then just chiming in in the middle of all that, Larry David. I mean, like, that guy is just the greatest. Hold on one, one second. So we're back here on our radio network just joining us. We're talking with Larry oh, David. Okay. just showed us a clip. J.B. Smoove, how do you keep it together? I, I said I don't. It's, it's impossible. Uh, half, half of the takes, I'm, I'm laughing, particularly with J.B. I mean, they're all, they're all so funny, that cast, J.B., and- uh, Susie and Jeff, Cheryl, Ted, all of them, and 
Uh, Vince Vaughn was on a number oh, of shows again this year. He is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. He plays Funkhauser's uh, nephew or something yeah, like that. Half Whatever. Brother, yeah. <laughs> Stepbrother. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, we're back on Curb. And, and Richard's in one show this year. Richard, Lewis, Richard is Lewis is in one yeah. show this year. Yeah. You know, he was on here a few years ago to promote Curb. Yeah. And he said that the two of you went to dinner together. And that you ordered a whole bunch of food at some uh, Chinese restaurant. That yeah, was, Mr. Chow's. Okay. Yeah. And that he said that you left him in the middle of the meal because you forgot there was a poker night. Was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. So it's true. Yeah, all of a sudden uh, I realized, oh my God, I forgot my poker game. You know? Yeah. I, I said, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll make it up to you. And I, and I and left. you literally left him there. I left him there, yeah. He said it was like you ordered, what did he say? It was like a peacock a on the menu or something like that. Yeah, That's what he said, that it was yeah. like some sort of crazy yeah. ordering that you had a whole bunch come to the table. Yeah. Your phone rang. He said it was Steve Martin. Yes, it was Steve Martin. So he was game. telling yeah. the truth. Yeah, he was telling the truth. Yeah. So you're in a poker game with Steve Martin? No, I played uh, I played in that game, uh, I think, once or twice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you forget, so you just leave Richard with the with the bill and everything. He said you left him. With yeah, the yeah bill. I left him with everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and I left him alone. Yeah. <laughs> How do you follow up on that? I uh, mean, you know, I had an obligation to the game. There's got to be. You got to have at least six players, right? Yes. For a game to be interesting, you don't want to play with five. Can't. You can't, can't do the split hands. I like the split hands, right? Splitting okay. that. Right. So, um, yeah, I felt I had an obligation to the game, not to him. Yeah, because <laughs> when he told that story, like, all yeah, of we us here, like, we were all like saying that sounds like an episode of Curb. One, yeah. two, we thought like he had to have been embellishing some. Just no, for... he did not. I I heard him on the show. I heard okay. the story. Okay, he did not embellish anything. That was that was to the letter. <laughs> which yeah, which uh, which cast member cracks you up the most? I, I first of all, I wouldn't say. Okay. Um. But, you know, sometimes it'll be a Friday, a Friday night, and mm -hmm. everybody wants to go home. Sure. The, the crew, it's 10 o'clock at night. They, they want to go home. Mm -hmm. And I'm laughing during takes. And I, 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 apologize. I go, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But look, <laughs> did you hear what he said? You know? And, and because we're improvising, I'm hearing, I'm hearing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. So... It's hard not to laugh. So you're, you're laughing all the time. I, I, yeah. I, I know I push, put you in a position yeah. where you don't want to say one cast member. Is no, how dare you? I know how that. dare you? I know. Who, who, who do you like best here in the studio? You know, who, yeah. uh, actually, I, I, I like TJ the best oh, right TJ, there. Okay. I'll be honest yeah. with you. So, I'm 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 <laughs> he just showed his empty chair right there. Because <laughs> TJ's <laughs> manning the phone right there, shooting this whole, um, this whole conversation. Larry David here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the question. Uh, that I always want to know the answer to. Everybody wants to know the answer to. Is this it? Is this oh, it, Larry? God, Rich, don't 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 do this to me now. No, why not? Because it's too, it's too soon. It's way too soon. Okay. Yeah. So you need to see how everything goes. Well, and I need to see how I feel. I mean, you know, it's a uh, it's a huge mountain to climb. To first of all, to write it, and shoot it, yeah. edit. Yeah. It's it's eight. It's about uh, eighteen months from beginning to end. Um. So. It's it's a big obligation. I will just say this. Yeah. Please don't stop. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, on behalf of 
every human being on the planet. I, that's a slight exaggeration. It is not yeah. a slight exaggeration. I, I Honestly, it is because it's just so spot on over and over and over again with skewering what we live in every single day and what we want to say about these situations. And it's we just showed a clip here, and it's as good as ever. So I just wanted to say that in front of everybody here to say that to well, you, Larry. Thank David. you. That's very nice of you. Um, I'm not. I'm not being coy when I right. can't give an answer because I really don't know the answer. Yet. Right. Okay. Well, at any rate, it premieres on uh, this Sunday night at October 24th again on HBO on Sunday night. Once again, Larry, I have here for you sure. a list of social situations oh, okay. that we are frequently in <laughs> okay. as human beings on sure. planet Earth in this day and age. Am I answering as me or as TV, Larry? No, I, I, I need you, Larry okay. David. You are the judge and jury for okay. these social situations okay. here. Okay, I have a handful. We have, we have, uh, we've quizzed the, the crew here and the staff, and yep. we've all come together, and yep. we think these are good for you, for you to, yep. to tell us what's right and what's wrong. Sure. Okay, here we okay. go. First one up, uh, mm. you're at a restaurant, Okay. and mm. uh, you're with others, mm. and do you have to wait until everyone else gets their food to start eating larry david that that rule mm -hmm. okay that waiting until everybody gets served yes that is just beyond dumb i mean <laughs> it is so stupid it's torture i can't stand it when people you see they're starving they're looking yes. at the food it's right, right in front of them you're waiting for me don't be ridiculous no you must eat so you must no but and by you, the way we right. did this on curb <clears throat> When was this? We did this. We did this on Curb. Second season. Long time ago. Somebody bid on a, some kind of charity to have lunch with me. Right. For some uh, reason. I don't know why. Right. I don't Groats. It was Groats disease. Okay. <laughs> Named after Dick Groat, of yes. course. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember this. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it was Groats disease. Yes. And, and my, my tuna sandwich came. And uh, I, said, I said to the guy who was paying money to have lunch with me. Uh -huh. I said, do you mind if I get started? And he said, yeah, I do. And of course, you know. That's a problem. Yeah. But it, but you think that hot food, cold food doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Start eating. No, yeah. but you understand that other people have a differing point of view. So do you start eating or do you ask for permission to start eating? Or you just get in for yourself. You mean, when you you, mean if I'm in this if, situation, if me, Larry David? you get the food first. Yeah. Right. Do you yeah. just go? I'll look at him and I'll go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Then off you go. And they all go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, as uh, somebody who's waiting for your food, immediately let everyone off the hook. I right just, off. as soon as it comes, start eating. Yeah. Okay. You'll make me uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. That's number one. Number okay. two, uh, spoilers. What is the time period that it's okay to say for a TV show or a movie what a spoiler is? Do you have any thoughts on that subject about TV spoilers? In other words, giving away the story yes. to something? Yes. Yes. I, I have an opinion on that. What is your rule? On that, what do you think? How long? First of all, ask mm -hmm. if they've seen it. Okay. okay. Right. Never ever blurt it out, even if it's a year. A year? Yeah. Oh. Never. You don't blurt out any any information regarding an ending uh, of anything. Okay. For a show, you but you ask. You say, "Did you happen to see this? Can I tell you about it?" Then you'll get your answer. About anything yeah. that's been in on in the last calendar year. So somebody sent me a text. Yes. Jeff Schaefer. <laughs> Jeff Schaefer sent me. Your a, collaborator. Sent my collaborator, yes. my, my co-writer, our director, 
sent me a text. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Knows what a Jet fan I am. Sent me a text during the game because I tape the games. If I'm if I'm golfing, I'll tape the you know I'll t- I tape the games. Yes. And he sends me a text giving away, giving away what happened in the game. And I said to him, "You have to assume tape." Why didn't you assume tape? (laughs) Well, this is another subject entirely, live sports. Yeah. You have to assume that somebody... Always, always assume tape. You never give away a score. Ever. Never. Wow. Especially if you know know the person roots for that team. Yes, correct. Or at least say, are you watching the game? Or are you taping? Oh, so in the same way that it's just like... Come on, use your head. You got to use your head. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be an idiot. My cousin, my cousin sent, sent me a, uh, some, some, not my cousin, no, a, fr- a friend of mine from New York. Yeah. I taped the Ranger games. Mm-hmm. S- sent me the score of the Ranger game. Sent me a complaint about the Rangers. I go, you got you assume tape. I'm taping. <laughs> I taped the games. You do know, and I'm, I am mandated to say this, that in the sports live sports world it is assumed it's on you to perform some form of seal around your life where you're you it's on you to black yourself out no no you do not feel i don't think that's fair suppose i have some kind of emergency for my kids i'm not allowed to check my phone all day no you have to assume tape That's Larry David on sports. That's my motto. That's my motto. Assume tape. Here's another good one, Larry David. If someone offers you a ticket to go to a game, a sporting event. Okay, I'm liking this. Is it wrong to ask where the seats are before accepting? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing if somebody invites you to a dinner party. Yes. Who's going? Why Why not be able to say who's going? Right. Okay. Sure. Okay. I don't want to sit next to somebody I can't stand for three hours. But if I'm offering you a ticket to the game, yeah. it's basically like, let's hang out. I've, you know, paid for the ticket. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming that, that they're going to... That's all very well and good, but no. <laughs> okay. So then... I, I'm, I don't, don't put me up in the bleachers. So that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Where is the point of demarcation within a stadium or an arena where you would then reject the offer? for the ticket to go to a game, Larry? Well, <laughs> I, I'd have to see where the seats are. Okay. You would have to map it? You'd map it? I'd map it, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. I would definitely map it. <laughs> and then I would have no qualms in saying to the person, eh, I, I, I don't like where the seats are. Yeah. By the way, your reaction to being on the, on the, on the SoFi Stadium scoreboard yeah. where they showed you, you were like, you know, eh, whatever. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. thanks. You're I mean, welcome. Let you know, let a man breathe for God's sake. <laughs> so, okay, so you'd have to map it. All or, right. as, or as uh, JB would say, mm-hmm. can an MF, <laughs> this is what he said in one of the scenes, yeah. can an MF live? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've sent JB into, how many was it? Five or six? Five Super Bowl media nights for our show. And just asking questions, mostly of the Patriots, because three out of the five Super Bowls he yeah, asked, the Belichick and, and Brady. And yeah. He was phenomenal, as yeah, you might he's imagine. He's the greatest. He's yeah. the greatest. All right, here's a, another one for you right here. I got two more left. Uh, when ordering food or mm-hmm. coffee at sure. a drive-thru, 
Are you required to know your order already ahead of time when you get to the speaker to order, Larry? If there are cars behind you, mm -hmm. it behooves you, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. to be prepared. It's, it's rude and inconsiderate mm -hmm. to keep people waiting. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, it's easy. It's golden rule. That's golden rule. But you're so you have to know the menu ahead of time. Oh, you oh knowing the menu. Oh, because you don't have the menu. Yeah. <laughs> no. In that case, I get out of the car. I look at the car behind. I go. I I don't know the menu. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't know the menu. You give the international symbol. I, I, I don't give know. this. I'm so sorry. Look, you know, you just give. I'm so sorry. How much time do you have then to order, do you think? Well, like, you, you want to hurry up at that point. Yeah, of course, right? You know, and then if you can't decide, you turn back and go, I, 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 I don't know, I can't decide. Yeah. Here's a bonus one off of that. Is it when somebody's driving improperly or slowly, Oh. do you give the look? Do you not give the look? Does it make you feel better to just see the face and the person who's performing so poorly behind I the wheel. I always want to know what the poor driver looks like. <laughs> always. Why? Why? I, I don't know. I want to see I want to see this incompetent face, you know? It's very important to me. So I will pass and give a look. You, know? you will pass and look. Yeah, I will pass and look. Yeah. Cuz I I do that too and yeah. I don't know why it gives me such satisfaction to know what they look like. I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I I I agree. I, it's I a mystery, better. but you but you want to know you just you, you don't want to be in the dark about that. Okay, here's the last one for you which we're very curious about. I guess you want to see what stupidity looks like. <laughs> you know? What is the face of stupidity? What that, that's face? what we're talking about. So you can avoid it the next time or you just No, you just yeah, I guess you get it inside your brain. Yes. Oh, that's a stupid face. I'll be on the lookout for faces similar to that. Yeah. It's like face recognition yeah, face. in airports. Exactly. Yeah. It's stupid recognition. Yeah. Stupid recognition. All right. Last one for you, Larry David. I have a very, personally, a very definite opinion about this. Um, By the way, may I say? Yes. Excellent question. Thank you, sir. All of them. All of them. Excellent questions. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're, it gives us pride that you. And I, I, that. I appreciate a good, a good question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last one. Is it okay to play music in a speaker inside a golf cart when you're on a golf course, Larry David? Okay. This is this is a very good question. Thank you, sir. And I am saying. If I own the golf course, do I own the golf course? <laughs> you do not own the golf course. Why, why can't I own the golf course? Right, you may own the golf if course. If I own the golf course, that's one of the rules. You can, you can, you can play music in, yeah, yes. in, in your golf cart. Yeah. But you don't own the golf course. Like, you're just playing golf with somebody. I mean. Yeah, okay. If they you, have, like. Okay, here, here's what I would say. Yeah. A lot of times in golf, there are other foursomes or other people playing. Yeah. Who can't? Who don't know what's going on? And you know, in your foursome. Yeah. So you could you could play like I I play with guys and we in the summer and, mm -hmm. um, and we play music. You do? Yeah, we do. I just I, I'm I'm anti music. I go to the golf course to to hear nothing. I get so much. Maybe it's my job. I hear I get stuff in my ears all the time. I hear everything. For some reason, I'm uh, I attract ambient noise everywhere I go and every part of my life. Not to unburden myself, but I just 
I, I just want to hear the birds and the nothing on I, a golf I course. Thought, I thought so too. I don't hear Jimmy Buffett. I thought so like, too, but <laughs> you know, if if you get if you get the right uh, mix, okay. Really? Yeah, if it's like a some kind of. 70s thing, you know. The yacht rock? Are you a yacht rock guy? Yes, yacht rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I would like it either, but yes. it, it kind of uh, puts you in a little bit of a better mood. Wow. And, and you need to be in a better mood when you play golf because it's. Yes. 101. What last the... week? You? Yes. 101. Is <laughs> that the, any music? The temp- 101. And one, and it was. I was so depressed. <laughs> I was so sick. I was sick. I was ill. I was ill. I wanted to cry. I could cry if I had let myself go. I could have cried. I, I didn't even hang out afterwards to, to have a, you know, a, a soda. You got you know. nothing. I, I had to go. I had to go home, and I had to bury my head in my wife's bosom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> that swan episode of Curb yeah. was one of the greatest episodes yeah, that was a good one. of all time. How do you go back to your, your golf course after something like that? Did you Was it a, a dicey scenario for yourself, Larry? Best, best we move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the 101. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all we got. Those are our questions right here. Great uh, questions. That's it right Great there. Great questions. You know what? We always just want to get your thoughts yeah, on no, these very no, these, thorny these, issues. These are really good. Really good. He's very, they, but there's another one where we got you. There's your judge and jury. There you are in, in your robe. Um, Larry David, you are the best. Thank you for doing this. I greatly Pleasure. appreciate it. Had a blast. And congrats on the season that's to come and the uh, the the kudos that are going to be coming your way. The season is remarkable. Curb Your Enthusiasm again premieres this Sunday on HBO Season 11. May there be more years, Larry David. Good to see you. Good to see you. You got it. Larry David right here on The Rich Eisen Show. We are back with your phone calls and more to wrap up the show in a moment. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... Your partners? Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, 
It's JB Smooth here at Media Day in Houston, and we're on to the Pats, baby. What's up, Tom? How you doing? You are 10 in the handsome world, right? Would you trade in three of your handsome points to get back at them damn Giants? Yes. I trade them all. Hey, Cuff Brothers too, man. <laughs> Cuff, hey, Cuff Sim Brothers. Cuff Sim Brothers. You see this? Character, character. Please give me something I can take to these movie executives to convince them why we need a black unicorn movie. You look at this crowd of white unicorns, and all you see is this big, black, handsome unicorn standing there looking like black beauty. It's the best strip club in Boston in Gronk's basement. Be honest. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm going to go down there and talk to your coach, and I'm going to tell that man, this man is, is electrifying. He has to touch the ball way more than that. Okay, I'm gonna go down and tell him. All right, that's on you though. No, don't tell, tell him. No, I, no, I'm gonna say we talked about it. <laughs> nah, you can't tell. No, him. wait, wait, wait a minute. Now we did, we did talk about it. She come by my house, my bar, and all I had is a black unicorn that no one wanted because nobody wants that black unicorn. It was different. You're a tough cookie, man. What cookie would that be? A ginger snap, a fig Newton, a vanilla wafer, a chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate Give me a chip. cookie. Yeah, chocolate, chocolate chip, chip all day, all day. I figured that all day. At first, I thought he might be more of a big Newton guy, but he's more of a chocolate yeah. chip guy. You see what happens? Devin or Jason? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. You got a twin brother, plays for the Titans. Now, how the hell do everybody in here know it's you and not damn Jason? There's really no way to tell, though, honestly, because Coach Belichick doesn't even know the difference. I don't want no parent trap stuff going on. No, nah, I'm better than him, so I can't let him go out there and play for me. Can't okay, Jason. Oh, they become man. one. Now, speaks to us. Now, man, girl has trouble at home, too. Oh, man. That's a great story, man. And we need Queen Latifah to beat the mom. How many? We shut this place down, baby. Rich Eisen Show, J.B. Snoop, Super Bowl 51. You know how we do. Houston, we got a problem. Oh, man. Back in the day, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of J.B. Smooth's appearances as our Super Bowl correspondent and also here on the show and for all the times that Larry David has been here, including the one that just wrapped up. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. Please hit the subscribe button. That way you get all the videos you possibly can get and want because we're very proud of it. So thank you for doing that in advance or if you already have back here on the rich eisen show 844-204-RICH number to dial right here on the rich eisen show get back together with your dream folks that's what we've been telling you about for weeks now since the mercedes-benz van sprinter folks have hooked up with us as one of our sponsors the dream that you always thought you had you forgot about the mercedes-benz van and the sprinter van can have you living the van life that you all always dreamed about you can go travel around the country, revisit family and friends, go into that mountain cabin that you've always wanted to, or even go build one yourself. Really, whatever you dream up, you could start your own business because it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. So you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. My cheeks are hurting. What about you guys? I mean, that's just, I mean, what a, what a palate cleanse to just like laugh like that and just 
have, enjoy a fun conversation with you know one of the greatest dudes in the studio. That I was, mean, that was how? Awesome. By the way, you know his idea of his wrinkle of defensive coordinator about having a linebacker mark a, a running back, <laughs> a spy running back, yeah, a spy running back um, is one thing. His idea of sliding. Uh, scale for the scale points, points, conversions. For points conversion. I am into that idea. I love that. Low key into that. So you're down three. You'd have you would have to get rid of the field goal because you'll kick the field goal from from the well, six or seven. Yeah, this is operating under the universe you, of no no field goals, no goal. Field goals are gone. I'm saying field goal still exists. What if you have an opportunity to have a conversion for four points, but farther back? Yeah, but for farther back. That's a great idea. Wait, so it's the field goal, or is you've already? This is post touchdown. You're down. Scoring. It's after the touchdown. They score a touchdown. But so that would make that. So would, what? You're down by ten, and you can no, get no, no. You're down twelve. Yeah. Okay. Score the touchdown. Yep. Down six. Do you go for the four pointer to make it a ten point game so you can win it with a field goal? You're down two scores, right? How about this? Down 13. That's the one. Because you're now outside of the, you're going for a touchdown and then a um, two-point conversion. Mm -hmm. Make it eight. And the field goal still leaves you shy. you got to score two touchdowns. But you score a touchdown, and then you go for the four-pointer. You're going to have to score a touchdown anyway. Why not go for the four-pointer so a field goal ties it? So you got to kick a 50-yarder for four points? No. It's a one play from the 12-yard line. Something? Get it in the end zone. That's a four-point play. Slide the scale. It's but fun, he, but at that point, it's like rock and job. But how about Larry David, commissioner, steps to the podium. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry David, the new Roger Goodell is retired, and the owners have decided Larry David is the new commissioner of the NFL. And his first thing he gets out and he's like, I'm putting punters on notice. <laughs> you got a two-year window. You got a two-year window to out. find new work. <laughs> because kickers are already out. Sorry. The goalposts are coming out. There's no reason for them. I know it's called football. Right. But we're taking the we're, foot out. It's now called ball. The NBL, <laughs> the National Ball League, which can lead to some jokes, but... It's, it, we're just ball. It's just ball now. No ball. foot. They yeah. were just ball. Yeah. Goal posts come out. No more kicking. Here's how we're going to give you two-point conversions. And then we'll see how it goes with the punting, but I'll give you, I'll give you two years, punters. Go find, go find other work. What, what happens wanna, then? Oh, man. All hell breaks loose. I mean, what I wanted to ask Larry about the no punting, so say we get rid of the position of punter. Yeah. Can the quarterback still punt? Oh, like a like to. a quick kick or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah. yeah, can they still quick kick? I imagine not. He wants no foot, no feet, no feet. So absolutely. <laughs> the only, no the only, foot the only thing ball. that feet are used for is to run. That's it. No foot to ball. No at foot all. to ball. No, no more feet. He wants the foot. He wants the feet out of football and goalposts gone. I'm okay with goalposts gone. I don't think we'd miss him. By the way, um, happy anniversary. Oh, happy 25th anniversary. To this moment in time. It was 25 years ago today when the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints fell to two and six. 
And then this man stepped out and said this. Well, what happened was that second game, we got our ass kicked, or the second half. We just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Coaching, we're all, all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. <laughs> Jim Moore. Oh. Senior. So good. One of our favorite people who we got to meet at NFL Network. The next day, he resigned as head coach of the New Orleans Saints after that loss to the Panthers. Dropped them to 2-6 and 25 years ago today. And that helped pave the way for this man to become the first ever head coach for Peyton Manning in the National Football League. He goes to the Indianapolis Colts. And Peyton Manning, who no doubt was... What, a junior in college at the time, a sophomore in college at the time, no doubt paying attention to his hometown football team, his dad's dad's franchise. Jim Moore, he knew Jim Moore. I'm sure he knew Jim Moore, knew all about Jim Moore. Then we got to know about Jim Moore. That is as pure as the driven snow as Jim Moore can be. 25. Did you say you saw him? Somebody told me. That, uh, no, it was the, someone at the NFL Network. They saw him down in, uh, in the South Bay. Oh, he looked really? great, sounded the same, the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. And one of our favorites because he was on our podcast. He's and I think 86. he did it. I think he did it a couple times on this show. He was our, our Oscar he, yes. well, uh, he reviewer. He reviewed movies for us uh, out of Diddly Poo's. That's true. Like, so, yeah, if the, if the movie, which uh, half Diddly Poo was a great movie. Right. And four Diddly four Poo's, Poo's was stunk. terrible. No terrible. good. No down. good. Don't Thumb go. Down. Don't go. But he sees it. He saw it. Like, his, he grew up on a movie lot. I think his dad was on, was on the, the lot in, on Pico Boulevard here, the Fox lot. Yeah. And um, he grew around, up around movies. So he sees everything. Foreign language, movies, indies, all that stuff. Love that guy. Um, is this Al in Dallas? I don't see where Al's from. Is this is this our guy, Al? Al, uh, line one. Let's take it right here. You're on the Rich Al in Atlanta. What's up, Al in Atlanta. Atlanta? What's going on, brother? Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, I was calling because you were asking where, why Peterson is wearing Peterson. the pearls here in Atlanta. Yes. And I've got the inside scoop from a post-game interview at the end of the regular season. Okay. So when Peterson came from Peterson. Chicago mid-July, you know Atlanta, hot, humid. You walk outside, everything's sticking to everything else. So he couldn't take the chains on his neck. They're causing too much heat. But, you know, baseball players, being creatures of habit, mm. still needed something around his neck. I don't know where he found them. I don't know if they're his wife's or his bubbies, as you said. But he went searching, found some pearls, threw them on. All of a sudden, we've got Peterson's playoff pearls, and everybody's rocking them down here in Atlanta. Isn't that amazing? I heard kids I are wearing them to school, right? They're wearing oh, the pearls? Kids are wearing them. Uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Dale Murphy. That's right. Came out with a with a pair of pearls or a set of pearls of the when he came out to throw the first pitch in Game Two. That's right. The owner of Shea Stadium, Chipper Jones. I heard he he wears them too. I heard. Oh he, yeah, Chipper's got himself some pearls. And then I also wanted to know what character mm. that Larry David played on Seinfeld is you guys' 
favorite character. Oh, Steinbrenner. I mean, that's the end of that. Oh, end of yeah. story. Guy Thanks for the cape. call. I appreciate it. We're at the end the of our show. The, the guy in the cape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was, yeah, the uh, guy in the cape. That was the, the, uh, George's mom's George's lawyer? Dad. Right? Dad's lawyer? His dad's lawyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time we'll ask him about that. Very funny. We have to make next time sooner than I don't know, man. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, he's he he doesn't do what he just did very often. Yeah, so I really amazing. greatly appreciate Larry David for coming in studio. Curb is back on Sunday night. It is phenomenal. You're gonna love it. You can't, can't wait. wait. I know you guys can't I know, wait. I can't wait. Bart Scott voice. I cannot. Can Ron wait. Darling is on tomorrow's show, and also the legendary Robert Townsend is on yeah. tomorrow's show. Winky dinky dogs.